investing, estate, and retirement planning? Well, I went to school, so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Homeowners Associations. Finances and, in conjunction with Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. We create successful financial plans by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan or budget, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at Capital Coaching to make an appointment for a free consultation. When you move into a subdivision, a planned community, or even a condominium, they may very well have an organization called a homeowners association that looks after the properties. They help establish and enforce rules, for example, the look of the homes, what can be done to the property, and general neighborhood upkeep. Almost 20% of all residential buildings belong to an HOA. These are typically run by the residents of that community, but it's not uncommon for them to hire a company to help with the business side of managing the association. There are often board of directors or governors who oversee the rules and regulations using the covenants originally agreed upon when the homeowners association was formed. These covenants or bylaws can include the information regarding the structural or aesthetic requirements. This could include paint colors, fence design, even landscaping. There are fees assessed and they're often paid quarterly or annually. These fees can vary anywhere from $200 to $700 a month. The more that's offered by that homeowners association, the higher the fees can be. The homeowners association documents are provided to the prospective homeowner with the ability to walk away from buying that property with three days. So be sure and read these documents. If you don't agree with them, please walk away from this situation. These documents are what is expected of you as a homeowner. And so by not rejecting the documents and backing out of the purchase, you are accepting them. Some of the common items addressed in these documents are color of a house, maintenance of lawn, limitation of rentals, commercial or recreational vehicles, RVs, solar panels, pets, or even farm animals like chickens. It may seem silly, but one reason that people move into a neighborhood is because of how beautiful it is, and that's by design. By having a homeowners association, you you can count on the neighborhood that you wanted to buy into looking almost exactly the same when you're ready to sell. If a neighbor chooses to ignore the covenants, they'll initially receive a letter letting them know that they're not in compliance, including a description of the problem. There may or may not be an expected correction date listed as well. If the violation is not corrected, a fine can be added to the homeowner's dues. If not paid, depending on the state, a lien could be placed on the property, meaning that at the time that the homeowner tries to sell the home, the homeowner's association will be paid any outstanding dues, fines, or late fees. The homeowner's association will probably have bylaws describing the dues that are owed by the homeowner's This may cover community property upkeep, trash collection, common areas like pools, courts, playgrounds, and any cost for caring for these areas. If a healthy fund is not kept, any emergency needs that come up are a burden to the current homeowners, and it can be astronomical. The condominiums in Florida that recently collapsed were told that they had dangers in the structure and that that would be $15 million to fix. Emergency assessments are often allowed in bylaws, so this large cost could have been put on the homeowners. Make sure when you get your documents that you know what the balance sheet of your homeowners association is as well. How do you go about requesting the homeowners documents? Your realtor can do this for you or you can request them from the sellers. Don't be surprised to find that there is a fee for these documents, but generally the seller is the one that pays the fee. 
Sellers, your state may have a cap for the document fees, including preparation, so don't be surprised if the cost of the document fees is the cap that the state allows. However, as a prospective buyer, drive around and look at the other homes in that neighborhood. Do they have sheds, basketball hoops, RVs? Then probably these are allowed in your area, but it's not a guarantee. Items that might be included in the prepared documents can be the resale certificate, which is about two to four pages, including any judgments or violations on the property, association bylaws, architectural guidelines, and this is what you really want to look at because it lets you know what you can and cannot change about the property. The financials, you definitely want to know if your homeowners association is broke and for how much money you're going to be tapped for each quarter or annually. And the last meeting minutes. This is important, although it seems boring, but you'll get to find out what are the hot topics in the neighborhood. Is there a highway coming through? Is there a local school closing nearby? These are great information and peeks into what's going on in your neighborhood. In the documents, make sure that the Homeowners Association has capital reserves for repairs and what their responsibility is for maintaining around the neighborhoods. How high can they raise the fees legally? What is the reserve fund balance? How are special assessments determined? In other words, if they realize they're going to have to replace the pool in your neighborhood, they might require a special assessment to be collected. And make sure that you understand what your responsibility is as a homeowner. And finally, make certain that the current homeowner does not have any violations or judgments against them. According to attorney Michael Hunter, some of the acronyms that you might find in these documents are C, C, and R's. These are the covenants and conditions and restrictions, and they govern what a homeowner may or may not do with respect to real estate. You'll typically find things like a description of the property and other language for the homeowners association, and then what's required of the homeowners association if they want to have any special assessments. Bylaws. Since the homeowners association are often set up as nonprofit corporations, the homeowners association would need bylaws and help describe the various classes of membership, what their voting rights are, how annual meetings are held, and what's required of the members. And finally, rules and regulations. And the purpose of these to interpret, clarify, and assist in administering those covenants, conditions, and restrictions. Sample rules and regulations might include things like how the common area is to be used and architectural guidelines. You don't want to assume anything in regards to these regulations. In 2013, a family in Missouri installed and painted a backyard swing set in a muted shade of purple to match the fall leaves. The homeowner association did not accept the color choice and it got ugly between the homeowner and the association. They ended up going to court over this. The homeowner did win, but by applying ahead of time and getting the color approved, it would have saved both the homeowner and the association a lot of money in legal fees. And, you know, right here where I live in Fairfax County, Virginia, there was a dispute over a political sign and the size of it. It was four inches wider than the Homeowners Association allowed. Sadly, this fight led to a battle over the property's deck and roof as well, leading to a $400,000 legal battle that the Homeowners Association lost. Great, the homeowner won, you might say, but the homeowners association was forced to sell a large parcel of land in the middle of the community because they had become bankrupt due to this court settlement. This land was actually sort of the heart of this community and all the homeowners lost, all because of a four-inch sign difference. 
The point of the examples here is to remind you to read, understand, and realize that you are accepting the terms of the documents and covenants by moving into the neighborhood. Finally, a homeowners association offers you, the homeowner, the security of knowing that the property you fell in love with in a location that appeals to you will be just as beautiful on the day you need to sell it as the day you wanted to buy it. Thanks for listening to Finances and Homeowners Association. We know you chose to listen and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider. Share your favorite episode with a friend as well. Finally, consider leaving a review because it brings financial education to others and it helps people find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like covered by going to our website at Finances and and leaving a message. You can also contact my company, Capital Coaching, for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, 